0: you're listening to the sportsman's nation podcast network brought to you by onyx maps now if you guys haven't had the opportunity to just take a look at onyx and play around with it it's it is a game changer as far as how i hunt and i'll tell you why i don't know about you but i daydream about hunting quite a bit Uh, I daydream about access routes. I daydream about where I need to put my tree stands. I daydream about what ridge I need to glass from on some of my Western trips. I, I daydream about what drainages I need to work up when I'm elk hunting. And when I daydream with Onyx in my hand, meaning I have the app open, I can put these waypoints down. And the next time that I'm out there, whether that is, you know, on my local farm here, whitetail hunting, I can say, hey, I, uh, I need to put a, a, a trail camera here or I need to put a tree stand here. Or maybe this is the best access route to get to this area of the farm where I was daydream, daydreaming about earlier as opposed to just forgetting it. Right. I have this tool in my hand now to where I can leave these waypoints. And then the next time that I'm out there, I can actually go and look and see and scout these areas that I was daydreaming about to see if it's good. And like I always say, every detail, every data point that you can get when you are hunting just makes you a more efficient hunter right? Uh, I I saw a mule deer uh, in this coolie, or I saw an elk up in this drainage, and you just leave these waypoints, the next thing you know, you have this story. And the more pages you have in this story, the more efficient you will be. And that's just something that is priceless, if you ask me. So if you guys want to find out more information about what onyx can do for you go to wherever you download apps and download onyx and just play around with it right and uh if you're new to onyx use the discount code nation 20 n-a-t-i-o-n 20 and you're going to receive 20 percent off of your first purchase so uh go play around with it mm-hmm. this is the hunting gear podcast and just like the title implies we cover all things hunting gear and equipment from discussions with the top manufacturers to product reviews from past hunting experiences our goal is to provide you with reliable and unbiased product information in hopes of educating you on new products and assisting in future purchases i'm your host dan johnson and this episode of the hunting gear podcast starts right now All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hunting Gear Podcast. Uh, Today, I am joined by Jay Benjamin of Big Sky Rentals. And although that sounds like a large equipment company, it's not. Uh, And when Jay reached out to me, uh, I really didn't grasp the concept of what he was trying to tell me. He, He was telling me, hey, man, what about renting your hunting gear and equipment? And that had me thinking a little bit, why why don't I just get you on the podcast and you can just share your story with us? Because this is about hunting gear and equipment, just a a different way of getting it and using it. Uh, Me, myself, I don't know if I would ever want to rent hunting gear and equipment just because I am an avid hunter and I have most everything that I need, either for a western trip or a... A whitetail hunt, but there are people who may not be able to afford premium or some of the best equipment that you would need to go out and buy it just for a once-in-a-lifetime hunt, as opposed to just renting it. So, uh, kind of an interesting concept here. I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on whether or not you feel that uh, you would ever rent any equipment for, let's say, a one-time elk hunt or a out-of-state hunt where you need a tent and a sleeping bag and stuff like that as opposed to going and uh, you know buying everything that you need at Cabela's or Bass Pro or whatever so uh, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say go to the uh, Nine Finger Chronicles or the Sportsman's Nation Facebook page or Instagram page and leave your comments about whether or not you guys would feel comfortable renting uh, hunting gear and equipment. But before we get into into today's episode, I I quickly want to talk about Exodus Trail Cameras. Really quick commercial here. Um, So we all know about Exodus Trail Cameras, direct-to-consumer brand, but they're doing something really cool on December 13th at 9 a.m. They are going to be donating 10% of their gross sales that day off this uh, limited edition trail camera are going to be donated to conservation companies uh, or conservation organizations. Um, so here's what you'll do is you'll go to their website, you purchase the limited edition lift two, and then you're able to select what non-for-profit you want to donate to. And, uh, then that 10% of that gross revenue is going to go to that, uh, that uh, nonprofit organization. And it's what another thing that's cool is it seems like Exodus is now an official company of, you know, a a 2% for Conservation certified company, which means that they are donating 1% of their revenue and 1% of their time annually to nonprofit organizations. And to let everybody else know, the Sportsman's Nation is also a 2% for Conservation certified uh, organization as well. Um, And we do that by simply giving back. And, uh, we all need to do that. So take advantage of that. December 13th, uh, at 9 AM, they're going to be selling these, uh, these laser engraved 2% for conservation lift two cameras. And once again, here's how you do it. Uh, simply head to their website on December 13th, uh, 9 AM Eastern, find the limited edition camera under the cameras tab, select the, uh, non profit company that you want to donate to, and uh, you're going to get your Exodus in the mail with a pretty cool engraved uh, 2% for Conservation logo, and uh, while you're there, you might as well take a look at uh, all the other products that they offer, so there's that. Now, let's get into this Hunting Gear podcast with guest Jay Benjamin of Big Sky Rentals. All right, on the phone with me right now, Mr. Jay Benjamin. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, I'm doing great, Dan. How are
0: you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I'm glad you reached out to me because I, I, you're starting a company that is kind of taking a different approach to hunting gear and equipment. And you know, I don't want to really give away too much in the intro here because I think the best way to find out is to get the information straight from the horse's mouth. So you are you are part owner or founder of a company called Big Sky Rental, correct?
1: Yes, sir. I'm the founder and my co-founder Bob Wozynski. He uh, he's not on the phone, but we we put this idea together and you know are rocking and rolling.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I just want you to tell the listeners what Big Sky Rental is all about.
1: Sure. So, Big Sky Rentals or Big Sky as we like to call it, um, at its core what we do is we drop ship premium equipment for rental for rental use. So, you know, take an example of somebody who's going on a one-time hunt to you know, North Dakota or Montana may not want to buy all the gear, may not want to schlep all the gear. We're going to have everything top of the line, whether it's Sitka, Swarovski, Zeiss, you know, you name it. We want to provide, you know that experience that feels like when they open a box from us and they're they're going on the hunt of a lifetime. That it's Christmas morning, and we really think that we can. We can reshape the market a little bit to, you know, this, this allows more folks to take that trip of a lifetime, you know, by making it more financially feasible, taking the hassle out of it, and also taking the worry out of what do I need to go, you know, waterfowl hunting or going on a big game hunt. We're providing packages that take all of the worry out of that And for folks that might be, you know, less financially strained, we also think there's an opportunity for those folks, you know, someone who's trying out, you know, is thinking about buying a new scope or buying a new uh, set of binos, you know, test it out for a weekend and take it with them on their trip and, and, you know, give it a ride. And then, you know, all you have to do when you're done using it after your week-long trip is put it back in the box, put the return label on it and drop it off at the nearest UPS store. And it's good as gone. Yeah. 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 And
0: that there's so many questions I want to ask you, because when I decided to start embarking on my Western journeys, you know, I live in Iowa and, uh, typically in the past have just hunted whitetail, you know, I got everything I need and I got it close to home, but, as you start to expand your hunting repertoire, so to speak, you need different equipment for different, um, you know, for different sure. scenarios. Like recently, the two hunts I went on this year were, uh, elk in Colorado. And then I went on a mule deer hunt in South Dakota and two completely different uh, environments, which, you know, I used two different packs. I, one, I used a spotting scope. One, I <clears throat> hardly used optics at all. Uh, and different types of clothing were needed, and all this so I guess my one of my first questions is is um, right off the bat why should why should people consider renting a you know renting if it's something that they might be you know doing a lot of in the future
1: well I think I think a few reasons, so one it allows you some flexibility and when i say flexibility i don't just mean financial flexibility sure when you rent from us you don't have to buy it and spend a whole lot of money up front to maybe do something a whole bunch of times later you know you you also don't have to store it you don't have to you know for me, if if I'm if I'm gonna go buy a five thousand dollar scope, and it sits in my basement, and I'm going on a hunt, even three times a year, every time my spouse walks by it, she's gonna say, "I can't believe you bought a five thousand dollar scope," <laughs> and so, you know, it, it sits in our basement, and that's you know, that's ten car payments or 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 whatever that might be, and so you know, it takes. It takes the hassle out of the storage. It takes the, the financial commitment out of it. And, you know, the, the truth of it is, is you know, it allows you to test it if you are a, a potential buyer in the future. If you know you're going to go whitetail hunting five times or ten times a year, you know, you want to know what that feels like in your hands before you go and spend five grand on it. Yeah, and, and, and same goes for camo or same goes for vests, waders, you know, boots, et cetera. It, and our goal is for every time you receive a package from us is that it feels like it's new. It feels like when you're buying it from, you know, Cabela's Bass Pro, et cetera. So you get that feel without having to spend all that cash and without having to spend all that time trying to figure out
0: what it is you need right
1: right so
0: do you guys have collections that are put together to where if I say hey man I have nothing and I need to rent pretty much everything from you for a back country hunt where I need a tent and I need a sleeping pad and I need a a gun or a bow and arrow and arrows and, you know like do you have absolutely everything that a a hunt like that would
1: require I will tell you we have all of it with the exception of the firearm and, and that's we we would do that but from a, li- a liability and a registration and and uh, a a couple other regulations standpoint, we'd like to get to that point, but we're not there yet. But we have, you know, negative 40 degree sleeping bags. If you're going on a hunt in Canada, you know, we have the pads you would need all the way down to, you know, the marsh Sitka camo. If if you're, you know, going on your first time and you want to use the latest and greatest out there, we've got it all. And, How we want it to be is, you know, if Dan, if you were going to Louisiana and you were going duck hunting, you know, it's as easy as, you know, going on and onto our site, looking up waterfowl, picking your geography, and here's everything you would need. And we provide it, you know, either an all-inclusive to take all of the worry out of it. But if you have pieces of it already and don't need, say, you know, waiters or, or, you know, binoculars, et cetera, we've also got a la carte options for that as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how do you guys address the size issue? Because. You know, there's times where I'll order something online without trying it on and it comes back, it's too big or it's too small. Uh, how would, how do you guys address great that? Not, not only from the clothing standpoint, but it sounds like you guys have other items that are size variables.
1: Sure. So great question. We uh, we learned from what I would call a, a neighbor product, uh, which, which I'm sure everybody has had to deal with this, and that's tuxedo rentals, right? You know, when you go to a tux store, they've got to manage their inventory to say, you know, okay, here's your shape, here's your size, here's your measurements. And we want to take your shape, your size, your measurements and apply them to our individual products. So, yes, we we have to manage our inventory such that 90% 90% of the folks going out there probably a size XL and a 10 and a half boot. But, you know, we want to know if you've got a 20 waist or a 52 inch waist. So we can, we can make it just, you know, just like if you were buying it direct from the manufacturer, we want to make it feel like it fits like a glove. And, you know, as a result, we have to manage our, our product and our inventory to make sure that we're taking care of not just that 90% of, you know, the, this customer base that's within these ranges, but also that 10% that's you know, maybe six foot eight instead of, you know, six foot two or five foot four instead of six foot two. So great question, but we, we are managing through research and, and, and through calls just like this one of, you know, how do we how do we order which sizes and in which quantities in order to take care of every customer out there.
0: Yeah. Now, aside from the clothing that has a lot of variables in it, how do you guys know what, let's say, like optics or sleeping bags or different products like that to be purchasing?
1: Yeah, I think Um, frankly, some of it is, is, uh, you know, we're going to learn as, as we grow, right. You know, if, if most of our customer base is needing negative 40 bags instead of zero degree bags, we'll find that out pretty quickly. Or if they're needing tall bags rather than, um, you know, the regular bags we'll find that out and and same goes with optics are we going to need more spotting scopes than binoculars or more binoculars than you know infrared we we have buyer agreements with our manufacturers to buy when we need so we can we won't miss a road for our customers and i think as we get further along in our journey we'll realize what you as the customer base really are looking for when you're going on, you know, the trip of your lifetime or going, you know, backyard hunting with your brother-in-law.
0: Gotcha. All
1: right. So
0: explain to us who is your demographic? Like who, who are the people that are going to take advantage of this, uh, you know, this, uh, this product that you're selling the, the service. the service. Sure. Yes.
1: Um, I think, you know, as my partner Bob and I talk about this, we think about it in two ways. We think there is, and this caters probably really well to to the group on the phone, to the avid outdoorsman, you know, somebody who, who is tired of the, of the schlep and, or, you know, of the hassle and is, wants to try out a product and isn't really all in on buying it but at least wants to to try it to see if they'll be all in on buying it. And then there's the what I call the everyday person, the person who goes on a hunt sparingly or goes on a fly fish sparingly, you know. Maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, but not enough to really feel like it's okay to have several thousand dollars worth of equipment in their basement or in their garage just waiting for a rainy day and so our hope is by enticing the avid outdoorsman to you know maybe branch if they're a whitetail hunter you know into into waterfowl at at a more moderate price and with less hassle you know we're going to expand the market, right? You're enticing people to do this because it's easier and you can do it more frequently now. All right. So
0: then comes the actual pricing of, of this because I'm on your Instagram page and I see, you know, one of your pictures and then below it has kind of some examples of where some of these products i uh, I'm, I'm I take it they're kind of, it's a rough price around, let's say like the the picture I'm looking at is hunting knife pack, ear protection, vest, scope, uh, and binoculars. And that's all prices based per trip. So how how do you guys come up with what you're going to rent a specific item for and for
1: how long? Great question. So um, I would say, to some extent, the proof is in the pudding, and we're constantly evaluating what is the right price to draw the greatest population in. Right, um, but but part of it is we have to look at what is the what are manufacturers out there charging to buy this product? What is the right price that for Dan Johnson, who is an avid outdoorsman, to say this is this is at a low enough cost that I can take that risk of running it knowing I I can either return it or it's going to be the best trip out there. And, um, you know, we're evaluating that constantly of waiters cost $849. So what is the right price? And, you know, we have to look at it of, you know, is it a wearable consumable item or is it something that really can last? So we look at, for example, ear protection is probably something. Over the ear, you know, ear protection is something that will last more than, say, four trips. However, you know, how how or what guarantee do you have that waders will last more than, you know, more than four trips? They get beat up more. They there's more wear and tear on a, on a set of waiters. So we look at those and say okay here's what our cost on them is and here's what what the market will bear for what you know will draw attention to our customers and this is where we're satisfied with with putting a price at knowing you know in the case of waiters four rents down the road we're probably going to have to buy a new set of waiters so and taking that into account for each product category and each different type of manufacturer and so on and so forth. Yeah so you know, this
0: just has me thinking of there's a guy who is going to get a box you know sent to him, uh, and I'm just I'm going to use fishing waiters, mm-hmm. uh, you know, waiters, and they're going to be brand new. no one's ever used them. Then there's the guy who gets them on the last wear. You know, they're still not leaking, but that's the last time they're probably gonna be used just because they've been through the sure. ringer. Um sure. are those gonna be different prices because the the newness of the product is still there with one and not there for the other?
1: Yeah, we're we're figuring that out. I think to your point, we think there's probably a few different pricing models to put out there. One is the premium model, you know, the the new first or second time use of, of, and, um, you know, to the person that, that, you know, is thinking about buying or the person that's, you know, say a wall street executive that's flying out to Nebraska to pheasant hunt. And, you know, it's either they buy the gear for $10,000 or they rent it for a thousand dollars. And, and these are just, you know, made up numbers in my head right now, but, um, and, and for more, worn or more used gear, you know, stepping down the price from there. And then for, for more moderately priced manufacturer gear, having a lower priced package as well, a premium and a moderate, I would say, but our, our goal and what, what we do and plan to always do as putting the customer first is testing every unit before it goes out the door. Um, We we stand by what we do and we know how important it is if you're going fly fishing in Christmas Island or hunting, you know, on an exotic hunt, that your gear be good and your gear not break down on you. And, And we want to ensure our customers that we will do everything at all costs to make sure that they have good product that's well-kept and ready for their excursion. All right. So I personally am
0: very hard on my equipment. And I, you know, self-admittedly beat the shit out of my equipment every single year because I hunt hard and uh, I rely on my equipment to perform for me. So let's say I, I rent something from you. Uh, let's say it's either a backpack or maybe some some clothing or whatever and I'm in the middle of my hunt and that that fails and whether it is a failure because the equipment's been used or it's failure because um, I'm walking through some sticks and the stick pokes me and uh, tears a big hole in my pants or whatever I'm renting you know some kind of failure um, how are you guys going to handle something like that where now the hunt is almost over because the equipment. Right. I I can't, you know,
1: it has failed you. Yes. We, we totally expect things to come back worn. However, if they come back broken, um, we do consider that to be a little bit of a different scenario, but we also know that it's, it's used gear, right? It's not, If it's on the fourth rent and it's a pair of binoculars and on the fourth rent it breaks, that's not the same thing as breaking a a noose pair of binoculars, just like if you owned it. And so we want to work with our customers to rectify that, to understand what what is the right penalty there. And it's, while I can't give a hard and fast answer that at this point in time, it's a $450 charge, or it's a $25 charge. We want to work with our customers to, to work through what is that price. That's fair to, to, you know, enforce a penalty on broken gear. Right.
0: So what about, a? and I'm looking at your website now and I'm, I'm looking at a fly rod and you know, some of these items, you know, you're not going to get back, let's say a fishing line or. Is that going to be worked into the price to where if I, you know, I get a whole bunch of, I go on a fishing trip, get a whole bunch of snags, and I come back with a lot less, um, fishing line, a lot less lures, or at the same time, uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, you're not going to get back, or, or even having spare parts, is, is that part of the rental process as well?
1: Yeah. We, we think of it, um in two ways. So to answer your question in short, yes, that that is part of the rental process and we realize that certain units have more durability than others and will be priced accordingly to to durability, right? Um but we also realize that there's a a function of consumables as well, right? So your flies um those you're n- probably not going to reuse Nobody wants to rent other people's long johns, right? If they're going on on a, on a hunt. And so, you know, the, the mainstay items we believe have durability and, you know, will be priced for, for X amount of rents to, to recoup that price. But, um, we also will be, will be selling, uh, some consumable items that, that, uh, are needed or, or wanted rather on, on your excursion. Okay. So you are going to be offering
0: something that, uh, like underwear, uh, to, to purchase, but you know, I, I might not feel comfortable about wearing somebody else's, uh, underwear.
1: Yes, sir. Okay. Exactly. And, and that, that came from, you know, from us ourselves, we, as we were planning it and we were thinking about it, we were starting to think of, okay, well, if we were going on a hunt or if we were going on a fly fishing trip or going camping, what, you know, if we got this in the mail and to your point, long johns and underwear, how would we feel about using it? And truth be told, we didn't feel so good about, about, you know, wearing somebody else's socks and wearing somebody else's long johns.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then towards the end of the life of a product uh, is let's say I rent something from you, or maybe even if it's not even the end of the life of the product, but I rent something from you and I go, man, I want to keep this. I, I don't want to give it back to him. I, I want to make them an offer. Are you guys going to be selling your equipment at all?
1: Yes. So, um, Great question. We are going to be selling our equipment. We, we think about it in, in two ways, Dan. We think about it um, in a uh, standard kind of rental procedure, where at the end of um, you know our use of it, we have an event where we're selling you know all say last year's models, fly rods or scopes, um, and having a big used event that we would welcome our customers to to come to. Uh, the the other avenue we've considered it and are certainly going to go down this path is what we call rent to purchase option so to your point if you if you have you know a spotting scope that you use on your hunt um and you rent it and you come back and you're like man uh, i just i need that i want that in my arsenal of, of gear uh we will make arrangements to you know to make that happen and apply uh, some of your rent towards the retail purchase price. Okay. All right. Yeah. Our goal, our goal through and through is um, to be as customer focused um, or or not as customer to be customer focused and to provide flexibility to our customers in any which way possible. All right. So, where do you guys see yourself
0: going uh, in the next handful of years? I mean, you're getting ready to launch January 1, right? That's your official launch date? That is indeed, January 1, 2020. Okay. So what do you guys plan? What's your goal? What do you want to accomplish in year one?
1: Yeah, uh, great question. If by the end of year one, our goal is for... um is for the outdoors community and to some extent the, the everyday person to know big sky as a household brand, um, that, you know, for the person who is going camping with their son who's in boy scouts to think, Hey, I I'm only doing this once a year. I'm, you know, so I'm going to rent the tent and rent the, you know, the cooler, et cetera, from these guys. So I don't have to deal the hassle, deal with the hassle to the avid, um, you know, outdoorsman, uh, that, that, you know, like yourself that is considering going on a trip or, or goes on trips utilizing us for, for their gear. Right. And, in our hope, um, and, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this company, but they've certainly left their mark um, in ladies' apparel, a company by the name of Rent the Runway um, becoming a household brand, but even more so in the hotel space, uh, Airbnb, you know, they, they've a little bit different model, but certainly have changed the game when it comes to uh, where you're going to stay when you go on a trip or, or when you're going somewhere. We're hoping to change the game when it comes to outdoor
0: gear got and I I know this next question is a it's kind of a loaded question because different trips require different equipment but what do you see I mean I'm sure you guys have to have some kind of estimate of an average cost per customer you know like what am I what am I looking to spend if I come on a trip if I plan a trip with you guys
1: wow great great question Um, and, and to your point, it is, t- it, it does change between what kind of trip you're on and, um, you know, the geography, but, <clears throat> and, and I, I could certainly answer this better for you six months from now, but I think to, to get it now and where we think of it now is somewhere between 150 and $300 for premium equipment. So you're talking Sitka, you're talking, you know, the North face negative 40 degrees bag, um, that's for, you know, top end numbers, um, for our more moderately priced packages, it's probably half that I would think.
0: Okay. So you're saying $300, that's $350 on the high end is going to get me everything I need, uh, as far as premium gear for a, uh, a, a Western hunt.
1: For, I, I would say that's probably for for a waterfowl okay. hunt. If you're talking a western hunt and you're and you you need a scope and you sleeping you know, bag, kind of, backpack so, Yep, all of it. All of it. Just doing the math in my head quickly. It's probably somewhere between, you know call it 550 in a grand okay right and and to buy that new we think that's probably somewhere between five grand and could be 15 grand right so you know still a, a significant savings to to the consumer right so me being I, I guess I would say
0: experienced in uh, the kind of products that I like and dislike right are you guys gonna offer selections? And what I mean by that is, oh man, I don't like Sitka, but I like Kuyu, or I don't like Kuyu, but I like First Light. Are you guys going to offer a variety of brands of products for
1: the consumer to rent? We would love to. I would say we we would love that more than anything else. I will tell you some, some of uh, the manufacturers, since this is such a foreign concept to them, aren't quite comfortable with with, um, you know, the lack of brick and mortar model a bit of on the retail side. But we think as, as the proof is in the pudding, more manufacturers will, will, you know, come on board. And at that point we'd love to further expand our, our vendor base and our products and and so on and so forth. Gotcha.
0: So are you guys going to be renting products? Let's say uh, two come to mind one is boots uh yes we will be renting boots okay so from my experience is you get a new pair of boots obviously there's some break-in time uh the second is i've tried i've left a pair of boots at home and i've worn my brother's or uh, somebody else's boot and it's broken not to my foot And I've had, I've gotten some blisters over the time. So how do you got, do you feel that a a pair of boots is going to be transferable from person to person?
1: Uh, We do feel that it's transferable, but I think, you know, kind of to the point before, if, if down the line, we have our customers telling us that, um, look, we had a boot that we wore that just wasn't comfortable that, you know we we didn't enjoy the experience, which our hope is for that never to be the case, then that might change our minds um, or that will probably change our minds. Uh, however, we do think that, you know, for somebody who's doing this sparingly, um, you know, rather than having to buy a pair of boots, we can try to soften up the leather, you know, break them in a little bit, Um, behind the scenes in our warehouse and still make it comfortable enough that they they feel good on their on their trip got
0: you all right so will the prices change based off of how long I need the product for and whether it's a a weekend hunt or a a two-week backcountry excursion uh, does does that change the price of the rental at all
1: yeah, it will change the price. Um, so we, <clears throat> we're currently pricing them out, um, as we think of it, kind of per trip. And we're doing that on a weekly basis. Uh, we're hoping to get it more dynamic than that down the line. Um, and so, you know, if you're going on an eight-day vacation or an eight-day hunt or, you know, a six-day fish trip, that would be different than, you know, a a seven day. And so our assumption right now is that people are going to use this for, for a week. And we're planning to, to make that more dynamic down the line, but kind of had to draw a line in the sand for realistically, how long are people using this for and how much time do we need to give them to get it back to UPS on their way back to the airport or on their way home?
0: Okay. All right. And then shipping, um, what are you guys expecting shipping costs to be and how is it going to come to the person's home or, and then they have to ship it again if they're flying or taking a bus sure. or something, or is it going to be, Hey, we can ship it to, you know, uh, a Cabela's somewhere and they can pick it up there.
1: If there's a postal address that is comfortable with receiving our, our box then then we will ship it to anywhere in the country and, and hopefully Canada we're still in the, working on on making that work in Canada but we fully hope by Jan 1 that that's the case um so we're also partnering with lodges such that if if you're going to um a said partnered lodge and are offered you know to rent with big sky that when you arrive at your lodge it's sitting in your room waiting for you. Okay. Um if it's easier for you we we will send it to your home um or we will send it to to wherever you need it but you know campground makes it a little tough to send it to to a campground if there's no postal address, right? right. So we're more than happy to work on a solution with our customers to ease that delivery as much as possible. And, in to your prior question, we, we are charging um, based upon the, you know, based upon the product, a flat rate. So, um, you know, I, I think where we settled was <clears throat> for a package to go out and come back, you know, shipping label there, shipping label back, Depending on the product, would be anywhere from you know four ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine for a round trip.
0: All right, and that that comes with the label inside of the box. That all you have to do is put the stuff back in the box, and uh, and then ship it back. That's exactly right. Okay. And I just like, I have so many, this business model just sounds great, but I just see all these other things like, you pick uh, up? just like, uh, you know, the, it rains the last day of the hunt and this guy gets home and last thing he wants, it's not mine. I'm going to throw it right back in the box, soaking wet, boots, wet, tent, wet, sleeping bag, wet, and you get it back to your, uh, your thing. And it's just, I just see a lot of cleaning and polishing in your guys' future.
1: Yeah, I think so, but we uh we're prepared to do so and and uh we we think that uh we'll, we'll put on some gloves and 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 make it work work for our customers and you know, we don't mind getting our our hands dirty a little bit cleaning that gear. Yeah.
0: All right. So, why don't you just uh I'll, I'll let you take the rest of the show out and just kind of explain to people uh, you know, why, you know, if they're heading on a, a a life once in a lifetime trip or a weekend trip, why they need to start thinking about Big Sky Rentals? Yeah,
1: thank you, Dan. We we at Big Sky are excited by the opportunity of providing you all the customers um, great high quality gear at um, at a low rental right, a low rental rate and with No hassle at all, whether it goes to the lodge you're going to, your home address, or really wherever you need it, we will ship it. And our goal is to to make going on a hunt, going on a fishing trip, or going on a camping trip, or all combined, uh, the best trip of your life and as easy for you as possible. So come rent with us at Big Sky and we won't let you down. All right. So, uh,
0: if they want to go check out your company, where do we send them?
1: Right now, go to Instagram. Our handle is Big Sky Rentals. And on January 1st, 2020, go to BigSkyRent.com. All right. Well, Jay, man, really
0: appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, hopping on and uh, sharing this new uh,
1: way of getting hunting gear. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate your time and have a great week.